Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Oh, I'm a little late. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm about 23 minutes late. I just glad I got back in here. I was finishing up some something. Hopefully, I got it finished up. But if it ain't finished, we'll try to uh, go back and do what we got to do with it. But, uh, you know, we're here. I apologize for being late. I'm going to do everything I can to get right back on schedule. Uh, normally at five o'clock my time, we get in here and uh, we preach and we spread the gospel. That's what we're here to do now. Come on, come on, people. We are here, so we gotta watch our time. But tonight we're gonna talk about test the title cut of this sermon. The title of the sermon is called "Testing the Spirits of Men." And you know we really have to be careful of what we see and what we hear, especially what we're hearing from people, especially if it's about the Word of God and about God and, you know, just things that we hear in general, because there's a lot of lying that goes on and a lot of uh, deception, especially about uh, God and Jesus and Christ. and You know, the Antichrist is on the rise, it's on the move, and, you know, we, we are in our last days. And we really need to pay attention about all these things that are going on because there are ravenous wolves out there. So we really need to be very, very careful. And also, we need to really tell, if anybody's telling you something, you need to make sure it's the truth. If it's not, you need to talk to these people. But be nice about it. Be calm about it. But if, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, a big, um, you know, thing with these people, and they're not willing to change, then you kind of need to break up with that person, split with that person. Sometimes it's hard. That doesn't mean disown. That doesn't mean, you know, that you hate the person. It just means you're going to have to curtail having any contact or association with them and have to look at them as just acquaintances of people that you know, but just at the time, separate. Just separate. And when they decide to see that they're wrong and they're willing to own up to it, then, uh, you know, you can possibly go around them and associate with them and have fellowship with them. But it, all it means when you leave somebody and curtail somebody, that means curtail a relationship with them, that you just tell them that you will not partake in any contact or fellowship with them unless necessary. You know, because, you know, godly fellowship is important. But when we're hanging around people who just don't want to try to do better, don't want to, uh, you know, live for the Lord, don't want to be nice to us and all that, and they don't want to own up to their end of the bargain, sometimes, you know, those relationships are what I call toxic relationships. And I'll talk about toxic people and stuff like that later on. I may even talk about tomorrow night. I don't know. But uh, whatever we, whenever we talk about it, we will. I don't know when, but we're going to talk about that. And we're going to learn how to deal with all that. There's something in First, Thessalon- First or Second Thessalonians talks about stuff like that. So we'll talk about that later. But right now, let's just go into a prayer, into a word, to the open up with a word of prayer. And let's just get on with this. Okay. Precious Lord God, we just thank you so much for... Uh, the opportunity once again to gather in your name as believers and all alike, as listeners and and as, uh, you know, and, and this ministry and me and us listeners tonight. And we welcome non-believers as well so they can learn about Jesus and, you know, see how good he is so they can invite him into their li- hearts and their minds and their lives. Lord, and we just pray that those that don't know Jesus, that want him in their lives, they will, you know, ex- you know, accept him before it's too late and allow him into their hearts and minds and lives and spirits tonight. And Lord, we just pray that you would lay on my heart what you would have me to say in the regards of dealing with these false prophets that are out there and, and these ravenous wolves that are out there trying to tell us different about things that are different from what you say in your word and who you really are and, you know, trying to uh, whisper lies and a bunch of deceit and deception. And we just pray, Lord, that if anybody's been entangled in that, Lord, that 
they would be delivered immediately from it, Lord, and that they would be aware and pay attention and discern what gets said to them. Because this is important. We're going to talk about having a discerning mind tonight about people and stuff too as well. So we just thank you, Lord, for this uh, opportunity to be able to be here. And I just pray that you would please bless each listener with what you see fit to bless them with. And we just pray that you would please meet each listener's needs as well as their wants within reason. But, Lord, we know we can't have everything we want because sometimes what we want may be in the way of uh, our spiritual walks with you or it may not be good for us to have. But sometimes you will grant some of our wants if you see fit to do so, but not always. But, Lord, we just pray that you would just uh, make our, have our, get our mind, help us to focus our minds and eyes as hearts and ears on what you would have to say, Lord. Make us attentive and aware of what you've got to tell us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. I'm going to talk about a serious subject tonight. Out of 1 John chapter 4, the first few verses of this chapter tells us that we need to be aware of what people are saying uh, in all these teachings in these churches. And when we go to church, and we go and listen to people, whether it's on, you know, whether we go to church or listen to sermons on TV or the radio and, you know, commentaries and all that have to do with the Bible, the Word of God and, you know, the Lord and Jesus and all and all these things, you know, that are going on. We have to be aware that there are people who say they claim to be Christians and they tell you one thing and do another or they tell you something that's really not true. Listening is so important. We need to listen to all this to make sure, are they really telling us the truth? And sometimes we have to, you know, sit there and say, hey, you know, this just ain't for me. This isn't what God says in his word. We need to make sure that when people tell us things that are pertaining to God and his word and all those Jesus and all the things that pertain to Christianity here, okay, Please understand what I'm saying. But uh, we have to make sure that they're not deceiving us. Because there are people out there. I know uh, of a person, well, of a pastor. He was on one of the uh, Christian television stations or on a podcast or something one time. And I was listening to him. And uh, he said something. And I kind of, sounds like kind of strange from what other pastors have said. And He's one of the popular ones, and I won't mention his name just to protect privacy of him. I'm not here to do that. I won't do that like some churches will, and, uh, you know, ministers will. I don't uh, mention names. I just don't care to do that about that person. But, uh, you know, we have to be very careful. You know, and I'll tell you this, uh, when I heard this pastor saying what they said, something about a verse that's in some translations of the Bible, but it omitted out of some translations. Now, I don't know, but I know that, you know, when you read the Bible, the actual Bible that God has us to read, I don't believe any verse should be omitted out of it. And, you know, uh Revelation tells us not to add nor take away from the Word of God, and there are people doing that right now. Some people are adding to it. Some people are taking away from it. And there's ministers out there that are just not preaching the truth like they used to. And some of the old ones, you find out, are getting where they don't do it. Now, some still do, but you have to really, really, really be careful. And uh, a lot of times you see all this going on and you're listening to all this stuff. And they can be, you know, they can either be telling the truth and practicing it or they can be telling the truth and not practicing it. Because they can deceive you with their actions as well as their words of people. We need to be very, very, very careful. And it talks about in First John chapter 4, to test the spirits of man. Because you never know if what they're saying is either from God or the devil. 
And you can learn to have a discerning mind. What you need to do to to have a discerning mind is to ask God to give you the courage and wisdom strength to discern, to see what is actually going on here in, in all of these things. Because there is so much uh, crud and garbage out there that we just need to really be careful. It's going on in the church. And it's not supposed to be happening, but it is. And, you know, that's been, it's been happening even during Bible times, people. Guys, we got to really, you know, look at this. We are in our last days. And, they, you know, the Antichrist is rising up. We may not be able to tell it right off the spot, but I believe it is. And I'm seeing, I'm hearing and seeing so much deception and these ministers, some of them are the TV ministers, some of them are, you know, in these churches. And I'm just tired of it. I don't know about any of you out there, but you ought to be tired of it. That's sin. Not tired of the person, but just tired of the sin, tired of the lies and the deception. But you know why they're doing it? Because they're giving in to Satan and what he's trying to whisper in their ears. Now, I will admit there were times I've been deceived and almost gave in to it. Or I gave in to it one time and I said, no, no, no. We won't give in to this. And I finally had to correct myself about a lot of things and found out later that I accidentally gave in to something. And one time I thought this preacher, you know, was not an apostle. I thought he was not a scam artist. Come to find out he was, and everybody was telling me he was, and I didn't believe any of it. I listened. I heard them, but I did not believe what they have said. And listening doesn't mean you're always going to obey. I don't believe that. I believe you listen, you're willing to sit and hear it. But that doesn't. you can say, well, I'm not going to give in. I hear what you're saying. I'm listening to you. But just because I'm listening doesn't mean I'm going to always obey you. And sometimes you say that. I've said it. But then I realized that maybe I should have just said, okay, I should have... Uh, you know, seen where they were at and at least took their advice and not gave in and had anything to do with this person. And I had to realize it. And I, like I said, I don't like to talk a lot about the past because it's not something I really want to go through, go to, go back to. I'm just not in the business of it. But I found out I was so disappointed and all that bunch of stuff. I cried and everything. And then I got thinking, I said, I can't be like this. I've got to start standing up and seeing people for who they are. And, you know, people can be very deceptive, very deceiving. I said this before, and I, I know it's true, but I'm not seeing everybody's that way. I mean, we all have a tendency at some time in our life to tell a lie. But these people here are habitual with their lies. And they will tell you one lie after another after another. And I have been around people like that, and I've had to curtail relationships with people like that. And I said, you know, I can't have any of this going on. And, you know, and I will not. And we all have to really be careful who we're around. Because sometimes people will say one thing and do another, or they say things that just really aren't true in some of these Christian TV preachers and these people in these churches and stuff, you know, it's hard to see it. And, you know, it's hard. You know, it's hard to deal with that. You know, we're supposed to go to church to honor God and to serve Him and to learn His Word and worship Him and, you know, give Him praise and thanks and all that. But I look at it, we can do it even out of our homes and stuff. I don't go to to a building, to church. I have it right in here with you guys, and I preach, and, you know, I don't have anybody taking me to church, but I got to where I accepted it a few weeks ago. If I don't have a church home, actual local church home, I'm okay with that as long as God is okay with that, and he has not condemned me over that because he understands my situation with uh, my disability, okay? And then the town that I living, it's kind of hard to really find, you know, transportation and someone to bring me. And, you know, people are so hooked on liability when they should be hooked on trying to help people get into church, if that's what we're supposed to do for uh, 
being the church and gathering together in person as believers. But I really believe you can gather together, you know, in an internet podcast with your family and friends that believe in the Lord and stuff like that. I don't believe you've got to go to a building necessarily to do that. But if that's what you choose to do is to join a big, you know, crowd of people, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I used to go to, you know, to a building, to a church building and stuff. We were brought up and taught to go. And Daddy and them, you know, would have us go despite some of the stuff that uh, they did. They weren't, you know, but I'm I'm not going to get into it, uh, you know, but uh, I love my family. They're good people. And I really don't have really anything bad to say about them, and I'm not going to. And I started thinking, you know, I better put a lid on that because I don't want to talk about my past. I, but they did, you know, bring us up in church, and I'm thankful, you know, to that despite some of the stuff I went through before my past. And I just don't want to talk about it. don't want to bring it up. So I started thinking, I got to catch myself and there, pardon me, Lord. But, uh, you know, we got to really be aware of what people are saying. One church may say uh, that you can lose your salvation, and another church may say once saved, always saved. And people will confuse you. And then one church may say, oh, well, it's a sin to pray in tongues, period. Don't do it. And then another church may say, well, you must pray in tongues or or you're not a Christian. You're not a believer. You're wrong. You're sinning if you don't pray in tongues. That's two, that's two lies right there. If you pray in tongues, it's if the Lord wills for you to pray in tongues and gives you the gift if you're asking for it and he puts you in that position. I don't think it's a sin to pray in tongues, period, if God wills for you to do so. But if he doesn't, then you don't do it unless he wills for you. I, I realized this and I learned this before. You know, and, you know, that is a neat kind of language. But you've got to be careful about praying in tongues and speaking in tongues, you know. And I don't do it because I'm not willed to do it by the Lord and the Holy Spirit. You know, I haven't felt a move on me to do that. But, yes, I do get down and on the Word, and I do get a little loud and shout and all. So that's where my charisma comes from and and all that but i don't pray in tongues i'm not against praying in tongues um you know in my uh and well i'm not i'm non-denominational so i'm kind of laxed about that subject i leave that people between people and the lord my uh people and the lord you know here at soul harvest ministries and period you know i just believe some churches will tell you that if you're not their type, they don't want you there. That's also wrong, too. That's showing partiality. God forbids that. And I hate it when a pastor just just constantly turns their backs on people and they don't really, you know, tell the people they don't want them there. And then finally you realize, well, you know, those people, they don't really care, you know, anyway. And there are people like that also. So you really need to be you know, concerned about that. There are ravenous wolves out there. And I mean, they'll tell you one thing and then do another. Or they say things that are not true at all, and they'll just go carrying it all the way through. And, you know, there's things that are going on. There are lies about God, lies about Jesus and stuff that are being told. But, you know, in John 8, John the the 8th chapter of John, you, you know that Jesus says that uh, the thief, you know, the thief, Satan himself, comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And let me tell you something, people. We have got to really be aware of this. When you ever watch Christian television, or you join a church, and you're listening to these preachers and all, you need, and these ministers and all, and even Bible scholars and teachers, and conference teachers, you need to be aware of what they're saying. And make sure it's backed up by the Word of God and God Himself, or otherwise, you don't need to be participating in listening to their stuff. Because I've had to quit listening to some preachers that I found out that were deceiving. And, uh, you know, personally. 
and have done some stuff they should have never done in the first place. Now, that doesn't mean I don't forgive and that I don't show unconditional love, however, but I will not partake in fellowship with those kind of people, and neither should you. You need to partake in fellowship with people that are Bible-believing and Bible-practicing. I have found people, even my local you know, locally, that can be deceiving. Say one thing and then say it and do another or just tell lies that aren't even really true. And you don't even know what's going on. I I mean, I'm not going to mention names and do any vignettes about stuff like that. But, you know, I'm just going to tell you here, you know, because we practice discretion in this church. We're in this, min- not church, in this ministry at Soul Harvest ministries. And people, if you can't be discreet, you got a problem. But I'm going to tell you, we're not talking so much about discretion right now, but we will get on a big soapbox about it because I'm not only preaching y'all, I'm preaching to myself because I need to work on that. And I'm, I'm doing better about it. I really am because, you know, God has been speaking to me, you know, when I used to be on Facebook, I throw out my dirty laundry about something I'm going through. And I just, you know, tell people, oh, this is how I feel, how I and he just told me to get off because of it. Because it just was a temptation. Not that he don't trust me. But I can't trust myself getting on there. And and not only that, I can't trust some of the people that are on there. I mean, that's a bunch of stuff that, you know, that is so bad about Facebook. It's unreal. Yes. Guys, we have to really watch ourselves. And watch out. Watch your step. Watch out for these people. There are so many wolves with sheep's clothing. And, and, and we see them not just in the church. We see them in, in just day, everyday life. We see them out in the workplace. We see them in uh, our communities, our neighborhoods. If you're living in apartment complexes or, you know, uh, trailer parks or, you know, big places where there's houses and all, suburbs, you're going to see wolves there too. Believe me, you can have a wolf right next door to you in your apartment building, and you never know, or just right across from you in another apartment building, and you have to really steer clear of those people. And I may try to come after you, okay, and want something from you. But you say, no, I refuse. I don't participate. I refuse to take fellowship with you right now. I love you. I care about you. But, you know, you could tell them why if they ask. And you'd say, hey, you know, I don't believe you're telling me the truth. I, I can't have any uh, fellowship with you until you stop doing what you're doing and saying the things that you're saying because it's not in line with the Word of God or whatever. If they're not practicing the truth, if they say they believe in Bible, being Bible-practicing, Bible-believing, because I said this before one time in one of my uh, sermons one time about being Bible-believing, that part of being a Bible-believing Christian, you got to be Bible-practicing Christian as well. You know, it really burns me up for people to say, well, I believe in the Word of God and everything, and, and then they don't practice it and live by it. That really just gets me. And it should get all of us as believers. You know, we don't really need to be getting into all of that trash and garbage and all that smut that people are pouring out in these churches right now. And the church is supposed to be true to the true about what they say. They're supposed to be, you know, God's houses. And it is. But people you know, turn them God's turn God's house into devil's den and that's not right. And you know, you could go to a church and you know and it uh, building and it looked like it's got a big tall steeple on there but you can go in there and find the devil in the church as well as you can in your own apartment your own house your own trailer wherever you are in your own workplace and i'm telling you people i've seen some churches be gossip dens i've seen some churches where people are mean to each other and all or they're mean to newcomers or put them out or if you're not like them they don't help you they don't do nothing i've been there i have been hurt by some people in in some of these churches now i'm not saying don't go worshiping god and stuff but before you go to a church you need to take check that church out before you really join people because you don't ever know and i'm not saying don't don't get involved in being 
with uh, people and assembling and gathering together. We need that. We need that support and stuff. And there are some true churches, but not every church is true. Please understand why I am telling you this. Because I'm telling you, I've seen it, and it's real. This is for real. I'm being real here. You know, and, and in Matthew chapter 7 says, To beware of wolves with sheep's clothing. You know, Jesus was preaching on the, on the mount, doing a sermon on the mount. In the last chapter, that's what he said. Beware of wolves with sheep's clothing. That doesn't mean going and being judgmental and mean to these people. But if they, you know, are not practicing the word of God and, and, and everything, that's a problem. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that, uh, we'll never sin and all that. Because Christians are not perfect. None of us are. But God wants us to do what we can to do right and learn from our mistakes so we don't keep repeating the same sins over and over and stop committing the same sin over and over to to renounce all this sin and stuff in our lives and start living for Him and do what we are told to do. And I'm telling you, people, if we don't live the life that God tells us to live, we've got problems. I preached out of Matthew chapter 5 last night, guys, and I told y'all about what it means to be a shining light and, and letting your light shine before others so they can see the good works that glorify and glorify your Father in heaven. Well, I'm talking about glorifying God, people. We need to do that. And I'm not saying I always am like that. I mean, I try. At least try. At least do whatever you can. To, to live for the Lord, glorify Him with what you do and, and what you say. Yeah, I have, you know, I'm laxed about a lot of things, but I'm not too laxed to where it's going to lead me into the devil's path. And I know I have my own share of moments. I listen to a lot of romantic and sentimental music and soft rock. I will make a confession about that right there. But that doesn't mean I'm going to sit out there and listen to songs that I believe that are you know, going to lead me down the wrong path. Now, I have listened to stuff before that led me down the wrong path, and I had to start, you know, taking a careful examination and inventory and quit listening to some of that other stuff, and I just quit listening to it. And I like rhythm and blues, the old school R&B, stuff like, you know, Luther and Marvin and all that. But that's just between me and the Lord what I listen to. Even though I just make a confession to y'all right now. And some of you people may turn your noses up at me. Now, I'm not going to listen to Cardi B and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying this to be judgmental to her. But it's just some the rap songs. And I think a lot of you might know what I'm talking about. To me, I just don't agree with them. And, uh, you know, it's just the lyrics of them I don't agree with. And I just don't believe it's something that the Lord would want me to listen to and you know, stuff like Bruno Mars and stuff like that. Uh, but there's a few other people that I will listen to, um, you know, but I'm very selective um, about what I listen to now. And a lot of love songs I like to listen to, you know, uh, some things I listen to that I just won't listen to in front of everybody, but some things I enjoy, you know, between me and certain people, mixed, you know, certain company. But mixed company, I have to be very careful, and I will. And I don't care to listen to stuff that's got all that cussing in it and uh, the F word being said several times and GD and all that. I'm not going for that. I don't condone it. And I'm not going, I'm going to do everything I can to keep that out of here because that's what the devil is trying to bring in here. And, and I mean, I'm not saying all secular music is bad. Like I said, some of it is good, but not all of it. I know there was a song I really like. I think it's good. And it's decent. It's not anything bad. It's clean. It's called My Baby You by Mark Anthony. I heard it before. I was here a while ago, and I really like it and some of the other artists out there. But, you know, I have to be so careful. And we all have to be so careful what we listen to because it can be deceiving. It can lead us down the wrong path. And these false prophets will definitely lead you down the wrong path right there in a New York minute. So please, guys, I'm urging you. When you listen to these TV preachers or you go to a church and you hear your preacher Make sure what they're saying is true. Read your Bible. Okay, I do it myself. 
Read your Bible. Make sure it is the Bible and it is God-breathed, because that's what the Bible is, is God-breathed. And I know the message translation, and I'm not saying this to knock anybody, knock it down, but I don't agree with the way it's... uh, Oh, uh, the way it's written and the, how it is, I just don't know if it's, uh, you know, because a lot of these modernized translations that are coming out, some of them, to me, are not, uh, you know, saying things that they need to be saying. And and some of them can be quite, in my opinion, now that I won't name any more, but I've already said the message. But to me, I just believe some of them can be deceptive as well because they don't tell you, you know, everything you need to know. So that could be possible there too. But, uh, you know, we have to really be careful. And maybe some verses are omitted out of some of those modern translations. But I know the King James is more accurate, even though it's hard to understand all of it. You know, but we have to really, really make sure that when somebody's preaching and telling you things, make sure that when you read your Bible and what in anybody, not just a preacher, but anybody, if you talk about God with somebody and they're going to tell you something, you make sure and you say, if you feel uncomfortable and you just have a, a nervous feeling within you about what somebody has said, listen to me. Listen to me good here, people. Guys, just listen. Please listen. I mean, please listen to me good. Uh, Go and read your Bible and and find out, is any of this true, what these people are saying to you? Be careful, because I'm telling you, there are so many people that they they think they know the Word of God. I don't know everything, and I'm still, you know, I still have to read and remember and memorize, just like you guys. But I know that if I add and I take away from the Word of God, I tell you a lie about something, in the Word of God, I would really feel very remorseful and very guilty, and I would just have to stop preaching then. But otherwise, I'm going to keep on preaching as long as the Lord has me to preach, because I'm going to preach nothing but the truth. Even if we have to talk about hell, I'm going to preach the truth about hell. It's not that I don't like to. Pre- it's not that I like to preach about hell, but I have to because it is something that is part of the Word of God. I have to talk to you about it, just like I have to talk to you about heaven because even though there's a heaven, there is a hell and that's the truth. And I I try to explain to people, hell is for the devil. But if you don't have Jesus in your heart, you will go there. But if you got Jesus in your heart and your life and soul and spirit, you will go to heaven. But you gotta carry yourself too, you know. You know, don't don't worry. You won't lose your salvation, but you can lose your reward. That will happen. But you won't lose your salvation. But, you know, you need to not take uh, uh, your life like that the belief of once saved, always saved, lightly, though. That is true, but don't take it lightly and don't take God for granted. You'll pay for it dearly. Doesn't mean you'll go to hell, but people can tell whether or not you're a Christian. A Christian's going to feel bad for what they do. I mean, that's just the way I way I notice it because I know with me being a Christian I felt bad about a lot of things I did and you know that's just the way it is you know we have to really really be careful and uh you know and all and uh you know so forth and you know we just have to uh just uh think wisely and be wise about what we're what churches we're going to I'm not saying every church is deceptive but there's a lot of them that are, and there's a lot of people that they'll say one thing and do another, or they'll just say something and they carry through with it, even though it's wrong, and they don't think anything about it, and they should. Because if you're a Christian, you're going to be convicted, and you're going to feel convicted. You're going to acknowledge that conviction, and you're going to feel somewhat enough remorse that'll spiral you, that'll spur you on to wanting to do better and to stop doing what you're doing and to repent and confess it. I mean, there's times I've had that happen. But you don't want to stay in the pit of remorse and guilt and shame. You want to come out of it and start doing better and asking God to forgive you. And he is a forgiving God. He's a, you know, a loving God. And I believe that. I don't believe 
that you're, you're just going to automatically not be forgiven. You're going to be forgiven. You know, the only unpardonable sin there is is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit and not having Jesus in your life as personal Savior and Lord. I mean, if you don't do that, you're fine. I mean, if you love God and you don't reject Him and you've got Him in your life, there's no reason why you should have to worry about um, committing the unpardonable sin. Now, I'm going to make a confession here. One time I thought I did, and I had to go talk to somebody. I said, no. They said, no, you haven't. And it was from a trusted you know, source, a trusted source that told me I did not do that. So I know. So I know if you're worried about it, just know that you haven't done it if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, you're worried about committing the unpardonable sin, you haven't. You know, now I know what it is. And I, I mean, I'm freed of that. And I thank God for it. But you don't want to just, you know, give up on God. You will pay for that dearly. And He will get on to you. And He will tell, are you willing to serve me in the first place? So you have to really, 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 really think about it, you know, and so forth, you know. And, you know, we all have to take a look at ourselves and take a look at the people we're hanging around and really listen, being a good listener. And there's some things you have to say, hey, I'm not, don't sit here and listen to that. That's not, that's a bunch of what I call hogwash. Hey, or, you know, deception, lies. We don't need that. And that's what the devil wants to do is uh, do all that and, and everything. And uh, we just should, you know, really try to be careful. And, uh, you know, I just get sick and tired of it. I know I went to a church one time, and I won't name names of the people there. I won't name the church because, like I said, you know, I repeat this, reiterate, we're, we're big on being discreet here. And this was just several years ago and uh, when I was wanting to get into ministry. And I noticed that I was being so heavily discouraged about it, and I had to leave the church because of the, pers- of the, the certain person there that was discouraging me. And, you know, I just didn't think that was the best thing for me. And I was going to try to go back to that church. But now I'm glad I didn't go back. And I won't go back. Because I don't think that's where I need to be. And I know that's where, I know that's not where God wants me. Not that I did anything wrong, but he was just showing me, that's not where I want you. Not only because of what, of them accusing you of, of a certain person, a lady accusing you bad mouth her pastor. It's not so much that. It's so much those people, they don't understand. They don't understand that you're trying to do better. And, you know, I did some things that were wrong. Yeah, I handled it kind of wrong at the time what they did. But I'm handling things better now. And, you know, I'm just out here trying to uh, do the will of God in what I did in the past, I, I really don't like to really talk about it. So I try to keep from talking about it, you know. But I just had to share that with you because, you know, there are churches like that. And it's sad. They tell you one thing and do another or, you know, they don't stand by the truth like they supposed to. You can pr- Also, another thing I will say is a preacher can preach the truth, but they can go behind your back and do something they're not supposed to do, and be kind of deceiving and deceptive in that way. So, also, you need to be uh, looking at that and paying attention, not only just to what you're hearing, but what you're seeing as well, because what you see can be deceptive. You know that, guys? Yes. What you see can also be just as deceptive as what you hear. It can be false, because it may not always be right. It may look real, but sometimes it's not. You can get on Facebook, and I hate to sound judgmental, and I'm not trying. I try really hard not to be judgmental. I don't intend to be mean here, but I've seen some things that just were fake. They were not real, and uh, I just got off of there. And you know, it's just not something you know I want to get back onto anymore, and I won't. That's another reason why I quit Avon, and that's one reason I won't ever work for them again. Never. Never. 
I won't work for anybody that tells me, oh, we want you to get on Facebook here. You need to do social selling on Facebook. No, no, no. Don't don't work for people like that. I don't condone it. I just don't condone Facebook. All the social media and stuff, I'm done with all it. That's history. Pinterest, Pinterest even is history as well. I mean, yeah, you can get on there and look good, uh, good recipes and all, but I just don't care for stuff like that anymore. I'm through with social media. All of it. I'm done with it. And I think it's best that we don't get involved in stuff like that. And all, and all the reason I've seen it, I'm not going to, it's a sin. In my opinion, I think it, it wouldn't, it's not so much that it's a sin. There is Christian based social media out there. But still, even that, you have to really be, be careful with, you know, because you need to make sure it's trusted from a trusted media because some people you cannot trust and that's hard to trust people especially those ravenous wolves with sheep's clothing i get sick of that and i know that when jesus comes he's going to put an end to it and we all should be sick of it we should be sick of all the lies and deception that the devil's pouring into everybody and we should never believe any of it and i'm having to learn it with myself learn to discern Ask God for courage and wisdom and strength to help you discern what people are saying to you. These preachers, your family, friends, acquaintances, anybody, even your own worst enemy. You've got to make sure that what they're saying is telling is the truth. If not, then don't give in to it. Please, whatever you do, don't give in to it. And um, move on right ahead. You know, find other people. To, that you can believe, and I'll do that, you know, and everything. Um, you know, that's how it is. You know, Bible, being a Bible-believing Christian is also being Bible-practicing. And you tell the, you preach the truth, you got to display the truth. You've got to be the truth to people as well, too. Because you don't want to be deceptive. No, you don't. And I've known of people like that. I've dealt with somebody like that. And I won't name names. I don't even really want to talk about it, but I'm just having to make a confession, you know, just a confession, you know, because I'm not going to sit here and talk a lot about, too much, talk a lot about my past. I just, I don't even really want to look back because I, I preached a sermon the other day about, you know, not looking back and just how we need to, uh, you know, abstain from it. And, uh, you know, that's what we need to do. And uh, that's uh, very important. Well, you know, uh, that being said, you know, let's just go into, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer and open up with the, not open up, uh, end with the closing prayer. So, uh, and just a little bit, I'll tell you about the email address and all that. So you can send me your prayer request stuff and all those things in just a minute. But let's go to the Lord right now. Let's pray. Precious Lord, we just thank you once more that uh, we're glad, Lord, and we're thankful, Lord, to be able to gather up in your name tonight over uh, the Internet and uh, Anchor.fm and all these old podcast vendors like Ben, ben, vendors like uh not spinners but vendors like uh spotify and google and, and all these others lord and we just thank you lord for the fact that we're able to get out and minister and uh you know give uh preach the gospel and carry it out uh to this lost and dying world that we've been talking about and everything and um uh, so forth, and you know, Lord, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, people, um, Lord, that you've given us the spirit of discernment, and you know, Lord, what we have to do is ask for it, and um, Lord, you know, you know our hearts, you know, you know, where who we listen to, you know what people are saying to us, but Lord, we may not always know. But, Lord, we will know by asking you for your courage and wisdom and strength to discern. And you will help us to discern. You will let us know. 
this person is not somebody you should listen to, you know, for this message or that message. And, you know, there are people who are just kind of puppets of the Antichrist right now that are telling us things, Lord, that they shouldn't be telling us in the first place. And, and this is just a very serious matter. Um, Lord, we just, um, you know, need to uh, be aware of those things. And, you know, Lord, we just, uh, you know, need your strength and, uh, you know, courage and wisdom in this area of dealing with people and what they're saying, these preachers on TV, these preachers in these churches and stuff, you know, and some of them, they'll say it and they carry it out. Some of them say the truth they and they don't practice it. That's also deception as well, Lord. And we just seem to stay away and avoid, you know, giving in to this deception. We can't totally avoid it, but we don't have to give in to it and sit and listen to it. We don't believe it, and we're not going to condone it as your as your followers of Jesus Christ to not give in to this. We will, we will uh, refrain from giving in to that. And, Lord, we just thank you for everything you do for us, Lord. We just pray that you forgive us for our sins. And we just pray, Lord, that um, you would um, bring healing to those who need healing, financial help to those who need financial help, food to those who need food, clothing to those who need clothing, Lord. We just pray you'd give us the courage and wisdom strength to be helpful, with whatever resource we do have with people. Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you give us the courage and wisdom strength to love everybody that we come in contact with, Lord. But also, we pray, Lord, that you give us the uh, courage, wisdom, and strength to know what to listen to and not to listen to and, and to avoid being involved in toxic relationships and stuff, Lord. And we just... Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for us. And I don't know, Lord, I know I've been kind of in a mood and, you know, kind of laughing a lot. And forgive me, Lord, it's, I'm not laughing at this. Uh, pardon me, y'all. But, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for your love. And I'm filled with joy. And I just thank you so much for the joy you've given me, the joy you give each and every one of us, Lord. And, uh, and all night, I thank you for giving me this ministry to be able to serve you, Lord. And I know this ministry belongs to you, not to me. I'm just uh, the manager of it, and you're just the head, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for everything that uh, you do here for us. And I just thank you for handing this over to me and and everything and um, um, so forth. And I just pray that you just bless each listener, what you see fit to bless them with and provide them what they're in need of, according to your will and your will only, Lord. And just thank you, Lord, for everything. And we just bid everybody a good night tonight, and we'll see uh, in the rest of a good day today. And we'll see, uh, we'll be here again, if it's your will for us to do so, for tomorrow's prayer meeting at 1 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time here in the U.S., Lord. We thank you so much, and we we pray that you pour out your shield of protection on all of us as we uh, end this uh, podcast, end this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. All right. Now, here's the time where I tell you my email address and all that right now. Okay. If you have any prayer requests, any, uh, let's see, uh, Prayer requests, praise reports. If you want to know uh, what it takes to uh, accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your life as a personal Savior and Lord and ruler of your life, and if you uh, want to uh, know more about our ministry and who we are, uh, if you want to uh, give us feedback of what we should, of how well we're doing, or if we need to make some improvements, we want to know about the improvements. We need to make, let us know, and, uh, you know, we'll work at doing better, you know. We want to really keep going on with, uh, you know, this ministry and doing what uh, we can and uh, doing uh, what we're supposed to do. And, uh, you know, we just want to not necessarily please, 
But we want to glorify God with our ministry. And we want to serve y'all and serve y'all right. We don't want to hurt nobody's feelings and all. We want to be good because God asks us to be good. Not necessarily please and suit people with the way we live, but to just be good and doing what's right and not doing immoral, immoral stuff. And um, we just want to uh, do that here at Soul Harvest Ministries. We want to respect people. And we believe in respecting each and every one of you guys as listeners here. And um, also, here's my email address to send me anything, praise reports. If you want to know more about certain topics in the Bible or you have answers about and not answers, uh, questions about certain things, whether or not it's a sin or whatever. Just anything you want to send me, as long as it's pertaining to God and, you know, ministry and praise reports, prayer requests. If you, you know, have somebody that needs healing or a blessing or, or help with something, let me know. I'll, I'll pray for you. And I take all those prayer requests very seriously. And in the prayer meetings, in the internet prayer room at Soul Harvest Ministries, we will pray. And now, like I said, we just won't mention names and, you know, identity that's personal, like, uh, you know, uh, number, phone numbers, stuff like that. We don't do that. Uh, we don't uh, even mention locations. And some people will mention locations of people in uh, various parts of the country or the world out in the world or another country or so, another town. And we just don't do that here at Soul Harvest. That's a no-no, a real big no-no. And that's because we're here we're trying to be discreet so we can protect the privacy of people and also have some courtesy and respect for people that may not want their names broadcasted on here because I know some don't, and I've already talked to a few people, and I just won't, you know, uh, mention that. So, uh, with, like I said, discretion is very strictly enforced here. You know, so let's do that. And here's the email address, guys. It is bigwoman600 at icloud.com. That is B-I-G, and well, wait a minute. It's all small letters, lowercase, no uppercase, Okay. It's all small letters, no big, no capital. It is uh, B-I-G-W-O-M-A-N. Six zero zero at I-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O-M. Okay? That is Big Woman 600 at iCloud.com. And remember one thing. We will be back here again for uh, the prayer meeting at 1 o'clock. And I want to see those prayer requests come in. All right? I'm 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 looking out every day for those uh, prayer requests at my email address. So please send them. I really need to know. I really need them. So that we can pray. And, uh, you know, pray for you. Okay? You know. That's what we do. And uh, we love you all. And I just want to let, let y'all know this one last thing before we go. And this is what we say is this. Jesus loves you and I do too. And God bless you. I'll talk with you later. Thank you. <laughs>